Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assembled, the show where we give you a regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. How's it going, Tommy? I what love up, the, buddy? I love this shirt. Oh, thank you very much. I just actually noticed it. Oh, man. I've been with you for 20 dream. minutes. And it's, my, uh, it's like an OG Lakers shirt. Uh, it's not that old. It's, it's quite a... I, I think it's just like a retro one. I think the right? low... Like, yeah, it's like maybe it's not... It looks it's a, new it's a, with retro yes. coloring. It's a Lakers shirt, right? Yes, it is. The Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Lakers. For the people listening. Your basketball team. The Los Angeles Lakers in a city with no lakes. That's true. Lakers. <laughs> it's because of the oh, Minneapolis. came from the Minneapolis. sweet irony. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, man, Lakers have been my team for years, man. I told you this. I went, uh, I traveled when I was younger. My, my previous travels, you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was 21 and I ended up in the States in LA and I was in this hostel and the guys were talking to me and they said, hey, we're going to go to a basketball game. Do you want to come? And they were talking about going to a student basketball game, but the student basketball game they wanted to go to was more expensive to go to than the Lakers game. <laughs> so we went, screw it, let's go and see the Lakers. Well, who were they playing and I, what year oh, was this? It was some dire... But it was, the, the team they were playing was dire, but the uh, but but the team they had was like the OG Lakers team. It was like Gasol, Kobe. It was like, oh, okay. it was like that, my jam. That's crazy. Like, yeah, it was like... I mean, they they destroyed them. It was like it was like sixty to one hundred and thirty or something. But it's good you got to go see the Kobe. Yeah, in, in his prime. Yeah, that's wow, good. I mean, quite young Kobe actually. Yeah. How how you doing, buddy? What's what's happening? Same same man. Got my first jab. Ooh, arms shit. a bit sore. Yeah. Um, can you lift it past here? I can. Past nine o'clock. I, think I can. Yeah. Here we go. Um. Yeah. That's what's been. That's what's been happening with me. Um. How about yourself? Life is good. Life is well. Life is busy, man. You know how you know how it is. We're coming. We're coming to the end of our quarter, and it's hectic, hectic times. I just, I like, I want to just not work. <laughs> when does that? I think happen? it's a real thing, though, right? Like, Sorry. like honestly, I, I feel we're so like feel imprisoned for so long that I'm kind of just getting overworking in general. Yeah, just like, like I'm, I'm not, gonna stop. I'm not and into I'm it. It's gonna be full pot ass. Yeah, let's be <laughs> let's pot be pot ass ass emble. Assemble. Podass. One of my for, for context, one of my buddies texted me earlier and said podass, and I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to unhear that. Unfortunate, but I it is quite good. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's <laughs> annoyingly for him as well. Like he's I just give the respect friend where of it's the deserved. show, Joe. Uh, he's not actually that funny. <laughs> well, fuck. Why, why is this your? Why did you choose this know. moment, Joe? Why? Why, why, why do it to us? Why, why, not, why not do it? You know, before episode one when we could have uh, changed things. Pod-ass. Look, anyway, just for just before we get kicked off. For anyone who wants to know, there will be um, time codes in the description. So if you want to hear us just bantering about our weeks, this is what we'll be doing for the next couple of minutes. We will then move on to the geeky news and what we've sorry. We'll then move on to what we've been up to uh, in the geeky world, and then we'll be talking a bit about the geeky news of the moment, and then we will quickly swing into our main topic, which this. Well, I'm I'm excited about this one. I'm not sure how excited you are because I think you just finished watching it not long ago, right? Yeah, it's still with me. Yeah, I tried, man. I did try to get through it multiple times, I and I had kind to stop. Enjoyed it. Well, I was <laughs> enjoyed it. I was on call. Dude, for some reason, Stan, have you had this? Like, no. Stan just I well, maybe you just sit through it in one sitting. I always try, and then no, I, I had shit to. comes up, and yeah. so I, I was like watching it in between meetings one mm-hmm. at some point this week, um, in the last three days, and then like even in, at times, like I was like when it was big, big meetings where I'm just like. On not on mute. Not when looking. you have to be. Like, I was just yeah. like volume down. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, pulp, yeah. Like watching it. But at one point, I was actually in a meeting where I was required to like be there, <laughs> visuals up, talk. Right, like it was only four or five people, and I had it minimized. Like I just because I didn't want to close mm-hmm. out where it was, and I had mm-hmm. it minimized. And I just right when I clicked unmute, like on the thing, oh, you know no. the intro. It's like, <laughs> and then it's like, 
Planet Arrakis. Like oh, in the background so of my good. call, bro. It was so it was good. So bad. So and everyone just like looks at me. I'm like, it's a podcast thing. It's a pod ass thing. We've <laughs> <laughs> we've obviously given it away, it. but I mean, it's not exactly uh, not exactly. Did I give it a away? Secret. It's, it? it's not exactly a secret. We'll be talking about uh, the 1984 film Dune today. So for any anyone who's excited for the new Dune movie coming out in October, I believe. We're, we're going to be ruining it by Keep talking waiting, about this. Because this, this is not it. It's not. It's not. <laughs> what what have you been up to, buddy? What's been happening? Um, we're on Harry Potter 6, and it's... Uh, yeah, God, it's like... I'm, I have mixed emotions with this one. Some things that oh, get that's really... my least favorite. Set, well, same. But, like, I realized I was nah, giving it its due credit. Right. And, like, some things that actually do well in it... Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of Five. Five's my least favorite movie. Well, Five's just, like, a, a bit... He's just an email, isn't it's he? It's just a dire movie. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I'm interested. Um, but they change annoying things in this one. Where it's mm. like, it would have been a much better movie if they just kept it the way it was. Oh, absolutely. Just they like burn the burrow for no reason. And other than that, like, I actually am finding I don't mind it as much as mm. I remember not liking it. Okay. But that's a pretty big thing. And, and they cut a big, instead, they add that thing in instead of the fight scene in the school, which was like way cool. Yeah. I mean, but the fight scene, so right, I was reading about yeah. this at the time. The fight scene in the school is removed, so they didn't diminish the Battle of Hogwarts, which ended up coming two movies later because they obviously split the last book into two what parts. Else? But, like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, it's supposed to be like your home isn't safe anymore. Like, Hogwarts, like, nothing is safe. Well, exactly. Well, like, Hogwarts gives that impression way more than the Borough does. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so that, what else? Watch that. Started Gangs in New York. Oh, right. Halfway through it. I've seen it so many times, but I, I wanted to be able to watch week. it. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I just I've seen it so many times I'm actually having a hard time getting motivated <laughs> to get through it and I picked it so it's it's good pretty, I don't think I've seen funny. Gangs in New York it is good it's just you know I've seen it like six long. times long yeah it's, it it's like long. a three hour movie right it is, it is yeah long. that's hectic um, and then the last one I watched was the home edit which is like this documentary I fell asleep like halfway through but apparently hmm. it's these like twin brothers one of them like uh, it's a Netflix documentary one of them gets like a brain like almost like a a memento style thing for oh. our other episode except Ooh. he just doesn't remember he doesn't just plug for episode 15 ish yeah. episode memento episode memento he anyway he like comes out doesn't know anyone other than his brother like he forgets everyone ah. and like has no memories kind of remembers the people but has no memories of what's happened apparently it turns out the twist i just woke up at the end of this and i just hear them <laughs> talking about this <laughs> that they were violated as kids by their mother in this sex rink and the one brother lied about it to the other brother because he didn't want to ruin his childhood that he oh doesn't remember my God. and now they hate each other because he's like i should have known and we should have you stole like this memory from me he's like i was doing you a favor and i was like what i woke up and i was like this is far too much wait is this a documentary yes not like a docudrama it's like no a it's proper... a documentary proper Jeez. interviews with both of them and i, I wake up from my peaceful sleep to this chaos <laughs> And I see Gail looking intensely at it. I was like, hey, what wow. is wrong with you? Did you read the synopsis before you picked this? Anyway. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, so the home look, edit. Honestly, I'm, look. I'm at the minute, right? Because, look, I've just not had a lot of time over the last couple of yeah. weeks. Like, we've talked about it enough. But, like, I really want something a bit more highbrow at the moment. Like, my bread and butter is, like, David Attenborough stuff. Like, if you give me any David Attenborough, I will watch the shit out of it. But I tried with this new one. And, like... Like, I'm not an environmentalist. I can't say that. I am very much, I would like to save the planet. That would be great. But it's so depressing. I had to turn it off. Yeah, I mean, that's I got the 20, way. 30 minutes in and I was like, oh my God. It's like, the reality of the situation. Unfortunately. It's, it's horrible. And, and, yeah. like, I, and I get it. I know we need to be doing more, more about it and et cetera. But it's like, I feel like a little guy. Like, you should be 
that the big corporation should be doing more guy. first, you know? I'm just the little guy. But anyway, I did, we, we did I, get I did have some... in, On that note, I had a veggie burger today. It was fucking good. Well done. Good Honestly, job. the sauce is all that matters. As long as you get the sauce right, mm. a little bit of cheese, which is not really so there's vegan, a really, but... There's a really good program that I think I've told you about before. It's a Netflix show, right? It's just called Explained, and it's mm. amazing. It's yeah. 10 max 15 minute really episodes quick, yeah. yeah and they, ex- they pick a random fucking topic like cricket or meat and the episode on meat is actually phenomenal like it's a little brutal you see if some of the the graphic images of um you know animals in the captivity and stuff but like when they get to talking about the stage where they're talking about like all the burgers and stuff they're creating that are not real meats and how they're trying to emulate meat in non-meat stuff plant-based stuff is just so interesting like in a good way yeah yeah okay. but like so what the, the the point they make i highly recommend watching it to anyone who bothers listening to this that what the, the thing in meat that is so appealing and in burgers and in steak is that juiciness and it's mm-hmm. quite hard to get that but they found like in the last couple of years like a compound that makes it feel like that juiciness is there mm. and it's so interesting watching them make these burgers and they're doing like taste tests with like kids and stuff is it like health less healthy what the burgers you add the compound I don't I I don't know anything about like yeah. what it does to the the actual healthiness of the burger, but it, it's still plant based, yeah. right? So that's the point. It's well, taking I mean, it away helps the, the earth, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's I mean that's a, anyway that's not what I watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> this week I've watched a couple of things. Um, I wanted to get away a little bit from the comic book stuff, but I've had so little time. It's kind of what I've ended up watching. We watched um, we continued our MCU watch along. We watched Spider Man Homecoming this weekend. You've got to be getting close to done. Yeah, yeah. Homecoming's getting there. Yeah. We uh I. Uh, the part I didn't like Homecoming as much. I think it's because I think I've realized what it is. I think she likes characters who you can relate to who are like just kind of human characters, not like superhero characters. Well, like, Sp- like Peter Parker is the most relatable of the superhero No, but characters. I mean, but he has all these powers and he jumps around. He can jump buildings. No, I get that. Sh- but like he's, I think he's a relatable what, guy. Like he just can't get the I girl. I don't think she likes the balance. Yeah. Of she doesn't like the quippiness. Uh, that's one thing she's like, and that's one of the things where it's like an quippy. Iron Man and she's not into the quipping I'm a big quip guy me too I love it yeah. but she clearly doesn't well we watched that I watched the first two episodes of What If which I don't think you've seen yet no I don't know if I will watch it to be honest well okay context I'll let you watch it and you can tell me if yeah well the first one is pretty yeah it's not great it's pretty dull it's <laughs> it's essentially <laughs> the story of Captain America but flipping the characters over so it's Captain Carter rather than uh, Steve Rogers, who has the super soldier serum, and it's it's pretty paint by numbers, like not a lot changes. But the one I watched, the most recent one that came out today that I watched uh, yesterday, sorry, was if T'Challa became Star Lord. It is so much better. Seems so random. What seriously? Watch <laughs> that episode. It changes so much about the stories, and it's de- definitely worth watching. And it's actually Chadwick Boseman's voice in there as oh, well. Oh, is it? Okay, which I'll is fantastic. For that. Yeah. And it's really nice, and they they have a really nice like uh, they have a really nice in memory of at the end of the episode, saying like you know like in memory of our friend etc. It's actually really touching. That's um, good. And the last thing that we've been watching is it's actually my partner's housemate's choice. So this is a bit of a random one, but it's a show called uh, White Lotus. Have you heard of this? Second time I've heard about it this week. Don't watch it. Really? Opposite. Wait, wait what am I saying? Like, I heard it from your <laughs> like, like, okay, When right. we got the jab together, she's like, have you heard of White Lotus? You should give it a watch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what is of course that? she did. Look, it's fine, right? Like, uh, It's fine partner material sit along and, and watch along with. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't gravitate to it. Okay. It's it's like hyper-realism. All these, all these people, a couple of families and a couple of soul who are on a holiday. 
in a holiday destination, Hawaii together. It's about the stuff that's happening to them with like a microscope on it. And like, it's fine. It's well acted. It's beautifully shot, but it just, it, it, it's not like, like the, I don't like the characters. None of the characters appeal to me. Like, and that's kind of the point. I don't think they're supposed to appeal to you. They're all supposed to be assholes, but like, I don't see any humanity in them. And that's kind of why I'm like pushed away from it. There's, there's one, um, it up right now. Yeah. There's, there's one character, Alexandra Daddario, who I only really know because she was in the recent Baywatch movie with The Rock and Zac Efron. She's good looking. She's beautiful. She's the only like relatable-ish character. But like you say, it's got like a 7.79 IMDb. I, I just don't gravitate to it. Like I can... S- right, so this is a perfect example of the show. I sit pretty much on my phone the whole time <laughs> and I don't need to watch any of it, but I know exactly what's happening. Like mm-hmm. only one thing's happened where I've looked up and been like, oh, that's interesting in five episodes. Said in a tropical resort, it follows the exploits of various guests and employees over the span of a week. Yeah, it's. I mean, it doesn't sound funny. like there's much. It's got to be about the characters, like exactly not much plot otherwise. Exactly, but they're not interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a, a problem. Each have has a different story, which is fine, but you know, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't pull me in, mate. Like fair enough. Like that's that's. I mean, whatever. Well, anyway, what else? shall else? we talk a little bit about the news of the week? Sure. Have you heard? I have. Have you? What have you heard? <laughs> I've heard. You tell me. I've heard things. Uh, there's been a crap ton of news this week. Like so I, I was looking at my phone before and I was like, oh, there's not been a lot, but yeah, there's been a lot. So the Eternals too. We just watched that trailer. We um, just saw the Eternals trailer. Which one? Which I think you know it looks promising, man. So this just dropped this afternoon. Like yeah. this, it dropped an hour when I sent an hour after I sent it to you. Before yeah. I sent after before I sent <laughs> it to you. Wow, that would be I confusing. Went back in time, time travel, and I I loved it. Yeah, it was good. What like, do you think? I don't know if I loved it, but I was. It made me excited. Yes. I, I one thing I will say, it looks like heavy CGI, which I'm like hoping that they sure. mainly focus on the people. There's a lot of good actors. That's why I'd rather yeah, be yeah, more character driven. Well, we talked about this um, a, a moment ago. Like it, it kind of looks like the Jon Snow character. Why do I forget his name? Kit Harrington. It kind of looks like he's going to be that classic token human along for the ride. Yeah. Like whereas his character in the comics, like he's going to get the the sword, and he's we talked about this plug for our episode on the eternal thing it was like episode five or something yeah, I don't know. It was a while ago. um it's a long while back but like that character is going to be cool as but it just kind of looks like in this movie he's going to be that classic. that's okay though it's got to start uh, somewhere well anyway you're saying it's a trope that you don't well, like ro- yeah it kind of annoys me yeah. but i because f- i think he'd have a lot more to offer if they gave him more well it's but this should what, set it's him gonna up be like a, a jumping off this point. should set him up for yeah. his, his own movies and stuff so i mean this is gonna be like one big freaking origin story for like eight characters Yes. Like, that's what this yeah, plot is going to be. Well, they answer a few questions in the trailer. We'll let you guys go away and watch it. Definitely jump on YouTube and have a watch the trailer. And let us know what you think. We we would love to know. Yeah, what else have you heard, uh, Tommy? Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Let yeah. us know. Um, well, speaking of trailers, the the trailer... We, we found out a week or so ago that the trailer for Venom Let There Be Carnage had taken the release date out of the, of the title card. But it has Ooh. been confirmed that it's coming out on the October 15th. And I know... This is gonna challenge Aquaman for your favorite movie. So, what do you what do you think about that? I think it'll be better than Aquaman. I'm putting in the forecast oh, now. Exciting! It's better than Aquaman. I need I need to go back and rewatch the original one. So, so do I, to be honest. I just like Tom Hardy enough that I think it's better than Aquaman. Okay, yeah. cool. Good, but, good uh, news. I'm excited to know what they do with Woody Harrelson. I think he's he's just a gem. 
He is. I wonder how they like. Is he just going to be really creepy, or is there going to be more to his character than being I hope creepy? So. Well, I, I, you mean you know what I mean though? Like, I hope he's not just like he just plays a fucking creep, and then that's like there's got to be something more to it. But sure. we'll see. Well, okay. Did you hear this week? There is so much news, but and it really, really very interesting one that I think Lockie, our new social media manager, shout out to Lockie, posted on one of our stories. Lockie. They there has been some uh, test images of the Moon Knight uh, outfit. Which we know is Oscar Isaac, and it's coming to Disney Plus in probably a couple of years' time. I, a lot of people are kind of upset that it's kind of grey and not this white because there's a classic moment it in the com- looks like Deadpool with yeah. it on. <laughs> there's kind of this classic moment in the in the comics whereby someone says to him like, you know, you're a superhero. Why do you wear white? Like you, you know, shadows, etc. And he's like, I want my I want my enemies to see me coming. <laughs> it's like this is kind of grey, but like it could just be a screen test. Nice, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's also pretty dumb to do that, but yeah, <laughs> that's what's that's that's what's funny. I guess, yeah. I mean, is he supposed to be a funny character? Uh, I think he's pretty or serious, to be honest. So then he just comes off like a douche. I want my enemies to see. Well, I think he's just sarcastic. I, I think know, it's like kind of ba- Batman sarcasm, you know? Yeah, he's kind of the Batman of the my, MCU. My Game of Thrones Ooh. fans will like sit, like, will understand the Dark Star reference. That's like Dark Star. He's, he's, like this, he's this, like, fucking character in the books that's, like, meant to be really badass, but, like, comes off just, like, really dumb and okay. twatty. That's what Moon Knight looks like to me. Great. I, uh, I want him to see me coming. <laughs> well, don't attack them in the snow then, bitch. Because they won't the see you coming. Outfit. Well, in that outfit, it's gray, so they probably will. <laughs> sure. You won't blend in quite as well. Don't attack them in the dirty Chicago snow. Yeah. Well, did you hear this uh, week another one that apparently Reinwald's free guy... After scoring 26 million at the cinemas, which now is apparently good after 2 million le- uh, more being bad for um, Suicide Squad last week, uh, is apparently being greenlit for a sequel by Disney. Great. Interesting. I mean, it well, is I family saw, friendly. Well, I saw Ryan Reynolds posting on, on uh, his Instagram the other day about like how great it is and it's in cinemas. And I was like, why the fuck aren't we able to see it? <laughs> kind of good. That's what we were going to talk about this I week. Mean, a right? bunch of this stuff's going to come out. Yeah. And we're just gonna be able to watch it. Oh, it's gonna be like a uh, yeah, but yeah, Bill Morgy of a four a four G four G of all the things we we're breaking talking about. boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a bunch of other stuff, so I'm gonna cut to the chase with a few. Uh, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings has debuted in cinemas. There's been early screenings, and it's reportedly getting some glowing reviews and apparently I never know though like but a, yeah well apparently one of the post credit scenes got a deafeningly loud reaction in the world premiere I just don't know with these premieres like surely the people that go there are paid to write good reviews you yeah. don't get that uh, you don't mm. get invited back if you just yeah, torch true. the movie that's <laughs> true yeah well we're never going because we torch <laughs> all the stuff we talk about like, can you imagine thank you for having me this fucking thing is shit i i don't think i could give a positive review if i didn't think something was good i mean you just compromise your integrity wouldn't you no, Why no would I'm, I? I'm saying like no like you would i'm not saying you would i'm saying if you did it would compromise oh, okay yeah it, well, I, yeah. well i wouldn't do that well did you hear this week Robot Chicken has confirmed that there's going to be a season 11. <laughs> and there's been a new trailer. I've not seen Robot Chicken in years. I didn't it's even think going. it was still going. I didn't know. Maybe it's coming back. I, I literally have no idea. Well, there's one that you actually might enjoy that Scarlett Johansson has joined uh, the cast of Wes Anderson's upcoming movie, which is going to be it's going to be huge. Listen to this cast, right? So obviously ScarJo, Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Aidan Brody, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Jason Schwartzman, and Tilda Swinton. Like, what on earth? Yeah, it's a big cast. What is that going to be? 
That's big. That's a Hollywood gonna be a Plaza. comedy. Who who who's the director? Uh, what was his, I just said his name? Wes Anderson. Oh, it's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, uh, okay, Grand Budapest okay. Hotel. So it's gonna be artsy. But I don't know if the. But that's not like all he's done. He's done a bunch of other stuff. I just haven't heard of any of it. Oh, oh no, Moonrise Kingdom also very artsy. Fantastic. Oh, he's a Mr. very artsy Fox, guy. Also yeah, yeah. artsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, I knew, I knew he had things God, that we knew. He's actually got quite a repertoire. That's totally out of our league, man. We don't go for that artsy yeah. stuff over here. Not for me, <laughs> though. We're into too too much nonsense for that. I like like really avant garde artsy shit, but not like like colorful, cute artsy shit. I like indie artsy stuff, like yeah. Garden State. I know everyone like rips on it nowadays, but at the time, who rips I on Garden lo- State? Everyone. It's Why? like it's almost like a joke. I think it's Zach Braff. To be honest, He's, he is a bit of a joke these days. What's wrong with Zach Braff? <laughs> the fuck did I miss? <laughs> He's a bit of a joke these well, days. I mean, he is a joke. He's a walking yeah. joke. I laughed at it. Scrubs, what do you think? Oh, Scrubs is ace, yeah. Mm. First four seasons, top, top tier. I don't remember like it that well to say like four through eight is bad, and I, but I remember oh, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I do. Is it on your Mount Rushmore? No. Of my Mount Rushmore sitcoms? Maybe. I think, right, so I think your Mount Rushmore should have different types of shows on it. I don't think they should all be the similar type of gritty dramas all the way through. Well, I think that the Once reality is it's unfair to be like, like, th- that's like being like, what's your Mount Rushmore of players in sport? Like, there's a bunch of different sports, y- and you have to pick four? That's LeBron. A like Off- Obviously. So my point would be like, you you would really do the Mount Rushmore of basketball. Mm-hmm. And then you do, and so you should really do the Mount Rushmore of dramas. Right. But that's not how this works. That's not what we're talking about over here. Mm-hmm. But in fairness, I'm just, I'm just making fun of you because you did that to me last week. And I think it should be whatever you like. Like... Of course. If somebody likes, I don't know, the Twilight movies, they can be on their Mount Rushmore, all yeah, four I mean, of them. Like, it's just, I just, and with that, I judge you. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. all that happens. Well, I would judge you as well. Like, it's okay. It's well, just, I judge you then. Let's quickly squeeze on to a couple more bits of news. Um, you may remember we talked a little bit, a little while ago, about uh, the Secret Wars comic. I think I lent you that a little while ago. I could do with getting it it's, back off you. It's probably still in my book club. Yes, case. it probably is. Well, apparently Marvel's reportedly trying to do a live-action version of that film, which is... Not unexpected. It's it's another big crossover between lots of lots of big live action, meaning like with actors. I'm guessing in the MCU. Okay, isn't there a bunch of people that are not doing it anymore? That would have to be involved. There would be a bunch. The bunch of people who are either dead or moved on. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> they have just opened a, uh, uh, the multiverse, so you can just pick a new Tony Stark from wherever you want. Uh, fine. I think that's what they might do. I, don't I think, think you can do that. I think they might. They might give it a try. Why yeah. wouldn't you try? You'd at least try it. Look, they've already got Toby and Andrew coming back for the uh, Spider-Man movie, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I think All right. don't overdo it. Anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Last piece of news before we move on to the uh, the, the main topic um, is, did you hear that today, right today, I know you heard this because I sent it to you, that Anthony Mackie has uh. closed a deal to star in Captain America 4, Finally putting to bed rumors that um, it's going to be Chris Evans returning as Captain America. From Too bad. Hmm? You, you're down. not a big fan of this, but... No, I was just I down the, for Chris I like Evans. Moving on. I was just down with it. I would have been down for his return. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Old Man Cap. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, that's what, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of premise in the comics for having Old Man Captain America. I, I just, I'd have watched that. I just don't know if Chris Evans would be, like, down to be in, like... In the makeup all the time. makeup for an entire movie. Like, that's not the way to entice him back into no, the No, absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, can you, can you just put on, like, eight hours of makeup <laughs> and then film for, like, 20-hour days? Just, just use the old man filter. What was that app that everyone... Face, stole, ta- or stole, face swap or Yeah, whatever. Russia stole God. all everyone's data. They've got me. 
Oh, really? I did it, for sure. I think they got me because my brother did me. I was like, you motherfucker. You dickhead. I was like, I'm yeah. trying to keep my face to myself. I mean, like, what are they going to use it for? Like, oh, I I, for some reason, like, yeah. where my head went with that was like, like, who, like, you know those, like, things in sci-fi movies where they like, scan your face to let yeah. you in? And I'm like, oh, they're going to use that. I'm like, who's ever going to care that I am into something? Like, they, who's going to need to scan my face framed. to get the nuclear code? You could be framed. <laughs> like, not no one. This is useless. I love it the, if the, yours is the face that gets the nuclear code. The not, no other faces in the world. What I'm going to get is, like, my access to my fucking iPad and my pod ass. Well, that's, like, that that's, <laughs> like, what they're getting you don't even know. You don't even know what that is. Uh, yeah, this is, and they're fucking not outlined, so it's just <laughs> a bunch of dribble. Look, if anyone has seen any cool news that we haven't mentioned, uh, please reach out. Let us know. You can find us, like I mentioned, on Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. I love that you remember that now because I've actually forgotten it. Yeah. Um, let's uh, move on then. Do you want to talk about our main topic theme? Yeah. Main- <laughs> talk about it? Well, there's a theme. <laughs> Well, well, we don't have. Well, no, there isn't a theme. That's the point. <laughs> and the guess is, what cadence will you sing it this week? Uh, the main topic this week is, as we talked about, is 1984. 1984's Dune. Yeah. Um, which there is a fair amount of trivia and and oh, history about. This is going to be fun. So I'm hoping you looked it up because, like, I didn't even want to like taint my memory of the book. I've any watched, more uh, than this. I've, film I've, got, a, I've got a fair bit of fun stuff. To so talk about. so we can get into that. Yeah. We'll get into the movie. We'll get into what it does. Well, do you want to give me a right. uh, stupid plot summary? What it does wrong. Well, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll get into my we'll talk about all of that. This is a famously hated movie. It is. Then talk to me. Give me a so. yeah, stupid plot summary. All right. This is mine's long. Mine's quite long, but also remember last week how I had a prop. I've got another prop. This got a prop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mine's just like fucking. I just went with it. Uh, Hit me. In this '80s sci-fi dumpster fire. Led by our favorite Eric Foreman lookalike and beta of the year contender Paul Atreides. Tra- Atreides? Atriad. Atreides. 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 <laughs> How did I fuck that up? We all get our favorite fantasy tropes. Whoville eyebrows, bald nun religious zealots, pimply redheads, and a struggle for power that can change the course of history or the planet or the religious eugenics thing or, or you know, the spice cabinet or whatever. <laughs> No Death Stars here. Dune examines the battle for Arachnus and its inexplicably pale desert natives. In this battle, we we get what can only be described as a thorough examination of what not to include in a space epic. Domino force fields, noir dream sequences, and a consistent habit of breaking the fourth wall via telepathic, uncomfortably intimate whispers. Well, you you certainly said a lot of things. (laughs) I don't know if it's funny, but it's all honest. It's it's it's, it's you you do great in honest trailers. It's honest, mate. Right. You want you want to hear mine? I'll hear yours now. Mine also, like I said, relies on a on a prop <laughs> on a prop. So <laughs> I'm hopefully going to get this right. Okay, you ready? Okay. So some time ago, sorry, fuck. Let's start again. <laughs> some time in the future, in a galaxy probably quite far away. In a time of ceasefire between the House Harkonnen and Atreides, <laughs> the evil empire conspires with the Harkonnen hot air balloon against their <laughs> old foe, <laughs> confusingly giving access of the wealth of the entire universe to its enemy, the Spice. While Paul Atreides dreams of a new life 
This is so annoying. <laughs> while, while Paul Atreides dreams of a new life, his constant inner monologue details what is far too confusing for us to realize for what's happening on screen. He is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard to keep that going. Oh, that was um, good. Yeah, I loved the uh, I loved the call out. The prop. The prop. It, it's that's one poor man Star Wars. That's like, one of the they memes obviously that I tried love. to make it. Yep, that. that's one of the memes I love. Where it's like someone does like a, a Jurassic Park theme with with a flute, but terribly <laughs> it gets me every time. But that, uh, yeah, I just wrote it was either that or Star Wars meets Tron. That's my that's my it's hope. Even this Tron, movie. it's just like it's just all over the place, isn't it? It really is. So, I, I, so what I did as our analysis for please. this. Like, I have my general notes that I would always kind of just write my observations. And then I just started listing ridiculous choices that they made during this movie. And I, the list is long. I've got some ridiculous questions. Ridiculous choices. Just like, what? Who agreed to this? I've got some questions. So this is... Um, I've got so many this questions. This is based off Frank Herbert's uh, novella of the same name. Um, it's essentially a book about uh, trade wars, kind of. Um, and backstabbing and... Uh, it's like a galaxy far, far away. It's Star Warsy, but it's more like feudal Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, not that Star Wars isn't that alright. I don't really know. Kind of is. It kind of, but it's like medieval, but not yeah. Roman Empire. It's medieval. It's more medieval. It, like they're they're houses, and they kind of like there is an empire, but it's a bit different. Well, it's interesting because where Star Wars focuses on this vast universe of characters and like yeah. stuff, and everything's happening. This really zooms in on two specific houses within a huge empire or universe, which are feuding essentially, like I mentioned. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of the it's kind of the story of that, right? Yeah, and it's quite hard to describe how Dune is, but like, let's just quickly start before we before we jump into just talking about this. Tell me what you think the IMDb score is for this movie. Oh, the look of confusion! This is great. <laughs> I I want it to be like terrible, but I think it's gonna be one of those things where like people like it for how dumb it is. So okay, six five. Wow, six four. Ah, that's good. All right, let's all right, let's shimmy on. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? Um, and we're doing average. Yeah. The, uh, then it would be like f- forty five. It's fifty. Not bad. Not okay. bad. Now for the real one, Metacritic. <laughs> what do we think? Like thirty. Oh, it's 39. Ugh. It's I, I always feel like Metacritic sort of usually aligns with how I feel about well, movie. Metacritic is like actually like not giving things credit just for being really, really bad. Yes. Usually they're just like, if it's really bad, you know, it's bad and you can it's enjoy just it. Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like this isn't, yeah, well, this kind of fits with that. So this was directed by David Lynch, right? Um, you know, David Lynch, he did some really awesome stuff, Twin Peaks, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Again, a very artsy director. Um, famously he disowned this movie because of all the studio intervention essentially they didn't give him creative freedom he, he, sold it, he, he rarely talks about the film he tries not to actually he, he, um, didn't he quote it as saying I want to forget about it probably Something yeah like well basically the production ran out of money and then the producer stripped it bare apparently this, this was like a four plus hour epic that he'd created mm. but he didn't have the money to finish it so I mean pretty good really poor guy he just refused it's like this is this is the thing that he can't deal with in his life this is the bad memory that the twin brother would have kept from him <laughs> yes yeah, seriously I, I really think he it's like not I think it's a cop out there's no way whatever yeah. he was gonna film was gonna be good well look this is it's, it's written so dumb oh terrible like 
anyway, we'll get we'll, we'll it. get there. We'll get there. But this is this has got some interesting actor choices. So if we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna t- probably talk a little bit at the end about the new version, which is coming out this year, hopefully. Um, which has basically got half of goddamn Hollywood in it, right? Like yeah. anyone who's anyone who's hot right now is in that movie. So this had uh, Kyle MacLachlan as Paul Atreides, the kind of main character who God, you will know from Twin Peaks. I don't really know him from anything else. I just know that's his kind of key role. But it has one of my all-time favorite actors, Patrick Stewart, in it. It does. That's Gurney, the one Gurney Halleck. Who? who what? Like, great, great. But like, oh, you little pup, you little underutilized. Pup. <laughs> All right. It's also got Max von Snowden as Doctor Keynes, who you'll know as the three-eyed Raven from Game of Thrones. I didn't realize that, but it is him. No, but it yeah. is. Um, it also has Sting as <laughs> Fade Rother, who I'm not gonna lie. I do not understand that the point of that character at all. Which one was that? Was he the Fade Rother? He was Sting. Yeah, I know, but I I'm just blanking on what his character was. Fade Rother, don't know. Anyway, and it also had a very young uh, Sean Young, who was Charney, who is obviously um, the key replicant in Blade Runner. All right, so let's have a few discussion points. Let's not spoil this right away. Like, we don't want to ruin this for people. But like, so this is like I say, famously hated by fans, and y- you know you can kind of see why. <laughs> it's rightfully so. <laughs> You've read the book, right? I have, yeah. And and like, to be fair, the book is like there are some pretty kind of like, I don't know, like it 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 was written in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. And it like started a lot of the sci-fi like that we know today. It influenced a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that's been written since. Like yeah. it is one of the fundamental sci-fi books. But because of that, I think some of the stuff in this book, like if you read today, you'd be like, oh, it's like a trope. But it's like it's this so created. He- it's so heady. It's created the trope. Unbelievable. You know I mean? Yeah. Okay. And, and it is like a, Just there's like a little bit Bond. more gibberish in it than I would like normally like out of my sci-fi. Okay. Like gibberish that's like not actually like sci-fi based. It's like almost fantasy sci-fi. Well, what's interesting Which is, is. a cool thing though. I like that he mixes that. Well, what's interesting is the, the, the writer, Herbert, he had a lot of different. Um, uh a lot of different stuff which he tried to weave into the narrative flow so for example environmentalism is a very very large part of this yep. book and also creating false idols which the movie really fucks up when we get I to didn't like it, which is, i just don't know how they could have executed like, that part worse not, literally <laughs> literally every decision they made like was talk, so bad talk, talk, talk to them before before we do that and like talk to me a little bit about like the world they created like what did you feel like when you're watching this movie like how do you how do you feel about the world they're trying to create like so like arrakis like, yeah yeah not like arachnus as you said arachnus Arach- i don't remember <laughs> um i've read the book as well it's just been a while uh, I would say, like, I have a note here that I'm looking for that will give you my view. The intro music is so fucking dramatic, it actually got me hyped. But knowing know what I know about this movie, I think it's going to be juxtaposed with ridiculousness. That was my first line. And so I would say that that is exactly right. Like, you feel the, like the, the world's a The tone was cool for the first 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> and then the world building was just... And, and then, like... The world building was non-existent, and they just threw mm. weird shit at you the entire time. Like they, like I'm just going into the ridiculousness. Well, I, I found, I found, like if we if we're talking about building, like the character building and development was just nonsensical. Yeah. Like they would use like voiceovers, uh, inst- it, like an in as like an inner monologue. Somebody ch- and it was n- like I didn't even I didn't know who it was supposed to be. Sometimes oh I didn't know I was like who's well this? At, at first you don't know who it is then you don't know what they're is. It, it, 
because it's like unclear if it's like he's reading people's minds or he's speaking this voice thing. Like there was no lore that was actually used to like help you understand what's happening. And then at some point it was just like uses a narrative crutch to like give you their internal thoughts and actually wasn't this weird sci-fi thing. It was so convoluted. It was convoluted. Like it was like, there's like all these loose connections that don't make sense. And, uh, anyway, what do you, what do you think about the special effects? (laughs) So so that was my next thing I was going to say. It's like, like it's, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like when they pull out fucking little in the very beginning it was like they didn't even give me a chance to like like this movie because within like two minutes they do this fight where they just turn into like dominoes box things. like domino gumby characters yeah, fighting was, <laughs> like, and that was supposed to be it looks like a drawing right? as well so in, in in the books right so they they've they basically don't use projectile weapons anymore because the shields have made them useless. Yep. The only way to really attack someone is by this like close hand-to-hand combat with like a, a little knife. Uh, and the the shields that they're supposed to be wearing are like... It looks like a fucking five-year-old drew a crayon worse on than top like of a, the film. Worse than like Tron, and Tron was bad. Was Tron bad? Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Tron was good. Compared to this, it really was. Um, I have a couple of points here. Did you ever watch a program called Red Dwarf? No. All right. So it's a British TV show called Red Dwarf. And the premise of it is essentially that this dude who is like a lowly, uh, like janitor sneaks onto a spacecraft that's taking all these like high, high brows into like travel the galaxy and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And what happens is uh, he gets stuck in stasis. It's for like three million years or something it's a ludicrous amount he gets stuck in stasis and everyone on the crew dies and it's just him on this it's like a comedy him on the spaceship he sneaks his cat on and over the millennia his cat has evolved to be a human type person <laughs> there's a robot who's left on the, on the the ship who's like um who gets confused easily and is really funny and then there's the hologram of his old manager who is an absolute nonsense and they're the only four people left on this <laughs> ship and it's it's one of my all-time favorite shows. It sounds it, good. How are you going to tie it to this? Like, the ship design <laughs> on this multi-million dollar movie are confusingly similar <laughs> to this crap 90s TV show that, like, <laughs> like had no budget. They, they, I don't... I, apparently, like... Did it have a lot of budget? Because, like, the, the special effects were dire. Oh, they were so... Well, it ran out of money, like I say. It... it Maybe that's why, like, certain parts just got, like, were way worse than others. And then, like, I remember, like, again, setting the tone early, right? Like, I I saw the, the guys all come out. Like, what is it? The Guild? Christ. Budget for this was an estimated 40 million U.S. dollars. Ugh, 40 million. Did all of that go in Patrick Stewart's pocket? <laughs> Seriously. It only grossed. Uh, only grossed 30 million over his entire run. <laughs> here's, so. here's a note. So far, I don't mind the sets, design, etc. And as I type this, they turn into dueling dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got a question for you. Uh, of all the things that you see early on and throughout the movie, actually, yeah. why are all of the designs for every everything in this so damn phallic? <laughs> like, everything looks like a penis. They When, when the... the the fighting module thing comes down from the ceiling. It's a penis with penises coming out of it. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> Everything. Also, like, it wasn't that fucking threatening. Like, it just, like, you could see where it was turning and what was Yeah, you out. could absolutely like, see it. Like, it was, like, it almost looked like the things from, like, Breath of the Wild, but, like, more rudimentary. Yeah. Well, things things fans really hate about this movie, apparently, are that they wildly aged up the main character. So, Paul Atreides, 
who, as I mentioned, <laughs> actually, I is Kyle McLaughlin. He's like a full, like... He's supposed to be 25-year-old dude in this. He's yeah. supposed to be 14. Yeah, he's supposed to be a kid. It, this is like his his story of becoming a man, right? That's the whole point of it, where he already is a 30-year-old man <laughs> in this movie. There's no, like, journey there. He's Which makes it also weird when he's like, Mama, don't yeah. kill Mama! Like... Isn't it so strange? I found I found the actor they cast as his dad, the Duke Leto, awful. Yeah. Like the most wooden, terrible actor I've ever. I, I mean, no, he's not Daniel Radcliffe, but he is not a good actor. It's well, I don't know. It was a bad casting. Yes, sure. it was. A, yeah, it was not a good cast. Okay, right. Final part before we sort of like skip into like the tones and themes. Did you know about this movie that the album was almost entirely composed by the rock band Toto? What? Their first and only film score. Like, what? The rains were down in Africa. They were just a bit down on their look. Like, what's happening here? Like, why? <laughs> why Toto? All right. Tell me what your tones and themes are for this movie. Um, the it, tones. If you can think the of The tones one. are just, like, just throw paint at a wall. Yeah. And see what, what sticks. What the color is. Yeah. Um, they basically condensed, like, this ginormous book into... Yeah, like one. It's it's just like it was such a bad idea. Yeah, because like the the themes of this are like the are really nuanced of in the book, and if you yep. don't do them right, like a it's just bad, and b it's just like the point is lost. Well, the villain of movie one that's coming out is part one, and skipping ahead to trivia, trivia, trivia at the end, Dennis Villeneuve himself says that this that um. The second movie is going to be more of a story about Charney, which is obviously Zendaya's character. I would assume in that movie, which is, th- I mean, that makes way more sense. <laughs> that is one thing that they really got wrong in this from the books, anyway. That they, they really, uh, they really like underutilized any female characters in this. Well, the, and like the Freemans or the native the Fremens, Fremens yeah, whatever you call like them. Like they just like didn't do them well either. It was just kind of no. like random. You didn't get a sense for their culture. You didn't get a sense for like nothing. It was just like these are just other white people that are yeah. apparently native to this <laughs> fucking desert. Well, look, my, my tones. My, my, I mean, it's not tone or theme really, but it's just it's the one story all over again. He is the one. Yeah. Not in the books. We're talking very much directly about this film. He is just the one. Great. But, but it's like oh yeah, it's like okay in the books the way they they did it. But you're right here, because you, there's subtlety in yeah, the book. There's subtlety and there's a there's actually an analysis on like what it means to like yeah, worship absolutely. someone that actually is fallible or like yeah, phallical. <laughs> <laughs> so much phallic nonsense in this movie. Phallical. Look, tell me what your three best and three worst are. Where do you uh, want to start? My three best. Three best. The wow. guild. When the guy comes in looking like he's just got like a, a brand new Patagonia jacket, but it's a jumpsuit. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> in the very beginning, <laughs> the what? guild guys come in and he's like, why does his jumpsuit look like a fucking Patagonia Gore-Tex jacket, but just a jumpsuit? Anyway, sorry. That's not my best. I was just being, I was being facetious. Sure. Um, the things I liked. The worms weren't that bad. I agree. I thought they were all right. And there's one scene, and I, we'll talk about this in, in a little bit, but there's one scene, and it's when Paul realizes he is the one. And I, if it does translate into the Villano movie, uh, all the worms, like, crowd around him, and he's, like, sort of, like, in the middle of them. And I'm like, but if that's a scene in the Villano movie, that's going to be sp- spectacular. I don't even remember that in the books. I don't I, think it happens. Anyway, point being, like... Probably not. It would, it would look really cool. I yeah, it would. Point, like, the scene of it, those imagery. Um, so the worms aren't that bad. The box scene, knowing what that scene is 
in the books actually like I thought the visualization of the hand, like where he puts his hand in the box, like oh, that so was kind it, of yeah, cool. Yeah. I like the way they did it. The pain. I st- yeah, I still don't like the actor. Like, no, and, no, no. and him like squawking, like Ooh, but like that was really weirdly, like that was really oddly paced. Like yeah. it, w- it, cause it felt like it went on forever, but then it was super quick scene. I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. How do you, how do you get this so wrong? But uh, I didn't mind like the imagery of the burning hand, like that was okay. kind of creepy. For the time for the eighties, yeah, yeah. Um, the water suits was my third one. I nearly said that. They, they don't look they as cool. bad as they could have. No, no, I think they look, <laughs> I think they look good. <laughs> they they look somewhere as they bad had as it, they could have. There's somewhere they had it all the way around the head, and I was a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. But um, all right. That's my three I best. Like you want to give me yours? Yeah, absolutely. And they're not good. Look, <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with you. I just think you picked better ones than I did. Um, Patrick Stewart in anything. So there's this <laughs> random, random... I knew you were going to pick him, so I left him out. Well, random fact about Patrick Stewart, if you know this, is he is actually from my hometown back in the UK. So I'm from this tiny little town in the UK, and he, I think he's like the governor or, or like the whatever like a knight no well yeah i think he is but i think like <laughs> of the university of our of my hometown he's like the the chairperson or whatever you call it i don't know so yes. like i love him in anything put him in anything he was fantastic in logan he's one of my favorite actors um my next one is and this is like a, a like a so bad it's good right rather than being an actually good <laughs> um like i the the, the baron vladimir harkonnen just hams the shit out of this like that the dialogue's terrible you know what he reminded me of what sorry go ahead no I you, cut you off the guy from highlander oh yeah like the same acting oh job. yeah they just they, they just went and did the same thing throw it all out there well this is the school of acting and i'm stealing this from another podcast i can't remember which this is the school of acting that up until a certain point people thought acting thought, people thought good acting was just you being quiet for a long time and then just screaming for no reason. Yeah. And then that that's good acting, apparently. But yeah. now there's obviously nuance. A bit of subtlety. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which you never had. And, and my third one is, um, it's not really a good thing, but like I found myself like like quite sitting, just like chuckling along to this movie. I was like, for like I mean, it, the fact it dragged on for as long as it did eventually killed me. But like did drag. during, I was like kind of the beginning, the first like third of it, I was like chuckling along. I was like, oh yeah, this is, I kind of know what they're going for in that, but it's just not good. Like yeah. it was kind of so bad. It was good at times. It was never good. <laughs> okay. Um, Give me a three worst. So I have like, I mean like everything else that I didn't already say, but. Uh, I'll try and narrow it down. So much telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like telling via telepathy. Well. Or. In a monologue. But, like, it was also telepathy. Like, that's why it was convoluted. Like, Paul Adrian could actually read other people's thoughts and put thoughts in people's heads. But then other people could just... They didn't have that power. You were just hearing their internal monologue, and it wasn't meant to be, like, a a power. I thought he just knew what they were going to do. I thought that's... Like, his character progression is that he can kind of see the future. I guess, like, maybe. He just knew what they were going to do. But there was, like, points where she was like, stay out of my head. And, like, it's like... Obviously, he's like. But I thought I thought the 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 Bene Gesserits, the mm-hmm. the witch, whatever they call them, I thought they could actively like read people's minds because yeah, there that's is, my point. There and is a scene so, so yeah. can Paul because he's like one of their order. Ah, oh, because there's a scene at the beginning when 
um, the big giant brain from Futurama <laughs> arrives. Like, by the way, that's what? just not in the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. That? Like this, the, the giant brain from Futurama arrives and talks to the em- emperor, right? Is, is that like what they become when they have too much spice? I have no idea. Like, but, like that might have been interesting to, to tackle. Well, yeah. But they didn't do imagine, anything. <laughs> imagine you become a giant brain. Uh, but then he, so like the emperor fish. says to his uh, Bene Gesserit wife, whatever she is, he's like... I want full telep- telepathy while he's here. Mm-hmm. So they can clearly do it. Yeah, that's right? my point. So like my point, what was I saying? Uh, like so much telling yeah. and then telling via telepathy and then just like telepathy, that, like just internal dialogue that like you didn't need to do. Like, yeah, okay. It was just like run into the ground. It's like, ah, my parched. <laughs> the sun is out. <laughs> yeah. Worm. <laughs> yeah, the worm. Wo- the spice. Spice is worm. It's like, bro, are you trying to do like a work? <laughs> are you having a seizure? Like, what is going on? Guys, someone, someone check Paul. He's having a seizure. Like, you are literally having a stroke, Paul. Kyle, worm is Kyle, spice. you're right, mate. There's what? a connection. It's like you've been saying that for three hours. Like we know, <laughs> Father, I will avenge you. Yeah, stop the dialogue, bro. <laughs> oh man, so that's like the worst one. Oh, I love it. And then like beta of the year, Paul Atriads. Atreides, sorry, can like this guy can like there's there's no one worse to play like a philosophical stoic character than this guy. He was just bad. Yeah, because I quite f- I find him in Twin Peaks, and I've not seen all of Twin Peaks. I'm not gonna I lie either, to you, but, but I I find him quite like whimsical almost, and I find that whimsical nature and quite like airheaded's the wrong word, but that's kind of how I feel about him. When I try and liken that to the character who's supposed to be in this, where he's quite like brooding almost, and yeah, yeah, and moody, it's like yeah. no. Uh, I think he could be good in a comedy, maybe, but not this role. Um, and then what? I mean, I, I have like one legitimate criticism, but like so much of this is bad that I haven't. Like they're all him with legit. all legitimate. Like the Ben, like obviously they were they they made a lot of bold choices in this. You thought mm-hmm. you could tell like there was like somebody who's like I'm just gonna be bold and mm-hmm. make it weird and like, yeah yeah it didn't work. But like that's what they were trying to do. But the Ben Garrett or whatever the hell they're called in the books are not these like bald nuns. Yeah, what was like the they're supposed to be like sexy, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like and so this is just like such a bad like bad change. Like, they I don't just know stole why it from Star Trek. Yeah, it was weird. It's mm-hmm. like they wanted them to be aliens or something. Yeah, I found that very an odd choice. And the one of them had like silver teeth or something. Yeah, she had a grill. What were the she was like, <laughs> okay. She's, she's appearing next to little John next yeah, week. Yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah. What was that about? Uh, I don't know, She had man. the pimp cup as well. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. What's your, what's your third? Uh, I think that was, so I said, so much telling. Yeah. Beta, Paul H. Okay. And then okay. the Ben well, cares it. Yeah, okay, mine aren't terribly dissimilar. So I put, I've said this already, but the treatment of female characters are lack of it. Like, there's just no, none of the female characters have any arcs. They're all just kind of there to, to, you know, talk about or to Paul. It's quite depressing, really. Well, especially when Charney in the books, and hopefully in the second movie, like it's, I, I hinted at before, is such a pivotal character. <laughs> She's incredible. Um, I'm pretty sure Zendaya is going to do a great job of that. Um, I also said the, the, the exposition dumps. And in a monologues, like, I at times wasn't sure who it was. Like, I was watching it and I was like, is this supposed to be well, and Paul? Then, is this... I forgot. And then there's, like, so you're they totally... tried to kill my son. <laughs> I was like, what? what's happening? It's like, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> if you, re- well, in, in the if books, you really want to point it out. In the books, it makes sense because he's supposed to be holding his shit together for like his troops and well, being like, this in, like... It's it's a different medium. Yeah. In any book, internal monologues make sense. In movies, Absolutely. they don't. Which in is Harry why Potter. you don't see any movies where Harry's like, am I the chosen one? Like he doesn't think... Like that doesn't happen. And like somebody surely should have read this script and said, this isn't a book. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. Yeah, and my last one. Let's Sorry, skip on before. On it's all right. Around. You 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 want a little run there. Yeah. Uh, my last one is they tried to condense too much material. Like, there's just so much to go on in that book. Like, I, there were there were there were bits that logically just didn't make sense. Yeah. So like, that characters disappear in this. I've made notes like um, <laughs> the the Howat right? <laughs> they cat that he's captured by the Harkonnens. And then you never see him again. I forget who that was. Uh, Thufir Hawat, he was the mentor. I don't know, like half some guy, but some dude. Um, and then Patrick Stewart's character, just he, get, he got turned by the by the Harkonnens as well. And he's fighting for them, and then he just turns up halfway through the movie, and Paul's like, "Come and work for me." And he's like, "Little pup, little pup." Like, what the fuck? So, so, I, I thought that line was a bit weird. Yeah, he hasn't changed at all. He's still a thirty-year-old man. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is still. Not a pop. Right. Uh, Let's move on then to the, the spoilers or just nonsense. Um, can I just do one, this... more, one more question? Yeah. Like, not only is there the internal monologues, but there's also the random narrator. So, <laughs> like, that's well, really interesting, like right? another com- convoluted thing in. It's really interesting because I told you I was listening to the audiobook. That same voice is in the audiobook. Shut up. Honest, on my life, I'll, I'll send you it. It's, it's the <laughs> weirdest thing. And then, but in the audiobook as well, it's got this weird sort of swelling music behind it and it's just and every time it comes on i'm like i this is not what i'm interested in <laughs> like i don't really like the narrator in the audiobook anyway his voice grates on me so that's why i'm finding it hard to get through hey, read but the book these normally bits i don't have to have time look better or worse than aquaman 2018 <laughs> that's a tough question actually yeah, it's fucking hard i gotta say worse um i found this more entertaining in a is so bad it's good kind of way but it's it's not like you it, can't. You can't, but you can't compare an eighties movie really to a movie. Watch me, it's worse. It's <laughs> yeah, worse. It's not good. I mean, like Star Wars is better than Aquaman twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah. This is made in the seventies. That's, that's surely the sh- sh- surely that's the odd one out. Like all eight, no eighties movies. Are the really Labyrinth good. is, is better good? than Aquaman twenty eighteen. I haven't episode. even seen it since I was, an episode on it's that. It's on Stan. I saw. I was actually down to watch it. Well, all right, okay, all right. Let's do. Let, let me do a slightly different one for you this week. Okay, just because. Is this movie better or worse than Highlander? And we should say that's a great. That's more of a like. That's like a would you rather that it's hard. Yeah. Um, we should say that Aquaman twenty eighteen is our rating system. Oh on yeah. This podcast. It is. N- there is no one to five. There is no two thumbs nope. up. There no, is no, better no. or worse than Aquaman twenty eighteen. We bang average movie. We had a, uh, this. This goes back to a story from a while ago. But uh, me and my buddy saw Aquaman twenty eighteen a long time ago in cinema. Funnily enough, in twenty eighteen. And we realized that this is probably the most bang average movie we felt we'd seen. I think it was mainly because of the expectations going in, but we agree that this is our most middling movie. And we either say, like, the internet's so polarizing. You can't say, if you say some things like, I don't know, like, it's either the best or the worst. So it's either better or worse than this movie. I can't believe you went into that with high expectations. That's kind of on you. It's a movie about a godfish. I. 
I'd read like a lot of um, uh, reviews from people I at the time had a lot of respect for, and they'd all said it was fantastic. And I came out with a changed time. perspective. Shots fired. Highlander. Uh, yeah, I would say. Which, by the way, plug for that episode. We had a great episode in Highlander. We did. Um, I think I just because of uh, Sean Connery at Highlander. Yes. <laughs> yes. I loved. I loved Highlander. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. said that was. I think I said that was better than Aquaman 2018. So. It's, of course, better than this movie. Yeah. All right. Let's just jump into nonsense then. I've actually got a couple of um, a couple of bits that I'd like to mention. And, and I'm interested in your thought on this because I was thinking about the casting. And some of the casting outside of the main character being double the age of the, the actual book character is pretty all right. Like, I quite like um, Gurney Halleck. I quite like the Baron. Um, Sean Young's good. Uh, but what do you think about Charles Dance, which is Tywin Lannister? Uh, as as the emperor, that's who it was. I was no, like, it's not. But that's who I would like to see as the emperor. Oh, I thought you were saying. I thought that was like a young Charles Dance. I was no, like, he no, does, no, but no. I, that guy does look familiar. He, yeah, I I think he's in other stuff. But like, I think that would be a way better casting choice. He's more imposing. He's more yeah, threatening. I, mean, I I just think the emperor was just like a wet noodle. Yeah, he was nonsense. Yeah, and the bit at the end where they they were using like the game console to like fire fire at the worms. <laughs> What? Like this shit didn't happen in the books. I don't know. No. Like this movie was long enough. Why did he make up bullshit? So I've got a note somewhere. Um, what was it called? Uh, the weirding, right? So the weirding is a fighting style in the books, right? It's not really fully explained, but in this, they just turned it into laser guns. Sound, they turned it into sound guns. <laughs> like what? He's like, the world has sound and you can shoot it. Like, it's like, no, that's not what, no, that's not, not what that how it works. <laughs> the world has like radio waves and you can communicate over them. But, like, <laughs> you don't shoot each other with them. <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Oh, my I actually just had, I was so fed up with this movie halfway through that. Uh, so this is, this is a note I genuinely took while I, you know, I mentioned the, the phallicness of this movie before. <laughs> we did. also, we also mentioned that the fighter that came down from the ceiling was really like kind of phallic. I just wrote, and, I, and I'd completely forgotten about this. It just says, the fighter looks like a dildo Dalek. <laughs> like, that's what it is. The, there's, like, not only a lot of phallic symbols, but, like, a lot of shots of, like, the sand where I'm like, this literally looks like a sandbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, these, these ginormous worms. I don't know why I associated those two things, but it was more like, like, when I remember seeing, like, all the phallic symbols, I also thought, like, well, it kind of looks like a dildo. Like, it looks like a, like a, like an, like, it looks like an everyday object. Like, yeah. these, the, the dunes. Yeah, literally looked like a like a little playpen yeah, in a did. kid's playground. Well, it was, it was kind of interesting um, for so for so many reasons. You say that um, the scale of the movie just seems really off when you're watching it. Like we mentioned, that they tried to condense so much stuff in, but like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Like there are these ginormous worms that are kind of like the the harbingers of death on this uh, this Dune planet, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of the things they do halfway through is they essentially lasso it like a horse and like ride it. But like when he runs up, so he runs up to the side of it and like hooks onto it, but like it's moving so slowly. And then the end scene when the, the worm that they're riding the worms to attack the, the emperor, whatever he is. Um, and they're coming towards his base, but it's like, it's like, have you ever seen Monty Python, The Quest for the Holy Grail, where the knight's running towards the camera, but he never gets any closer? It's like, what the... F- like, where are they coming from? Are they coming from the other side? Like, these things are huge. 
Yeah. I just think the scale of it's confusing. And they don't explain a lot of the key points. Like, <laughs> no, so, the, no, the, for the a Spice. It's a confusing movie to begin with, and like, yeah. or like plot to begin with, like it is. And they just butchered it. Can I ask you a serious question about like so about the actual plot I actually of the don't actual remember book. it well, so let's All right, let well, me try. Let, let's try anyway. Yeah. But like so in the book, right, the the plot essentially is that uh, the the Harkonnen Duke is conspiring against Duke Leto. Sorry, is it is it Duke? Vladimir Yeah, Baron, sorry. Yeah. The, the Harkonnen Baron is conspiring against Duke Leto, but he's doing it secretly with the Emperor. And they, they, like, the conceit is that they give the Duke Leto this barren planet so that he can essentially, like, fail and then they can come in and wipe him out. What doesn't make sense to me is that that is the source of the entire universe's wealth. Why do they give him this planet that... Imagine if he so just... Th- there's, there's, like, more to the lore around, like, like these, these, these other set of houses that together... It's like the House of Representatives in the Senate. Sure. Like the House of Representatives really, really like Duke Leto. They're all together. Yeah, yeah, They're I get quite that. powerful. And so, um, and there's some, like, there's some, aggra- they kind of touch on it at the beginning where he throws that thing into the, like, it's like a message from the Duke and he throws it away. Because he's oh, getting yeah. his pus filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I vaguely remember it has something to do with, like, he has done something that goes against their code. Oh, no, and no. So no, there, I, there's an upright, so, like, it's not perceived as, like, a they're kind of their hand is kind of being forced to acknowledge that in some way and the way they choose to acknowledge it is by giving him a more powerful planet that he has to kind of accept but right. like knowing that they have all this time to set traps to make him fail and be ruined right because he right, has right, to give right. up what he has to get that got it got there's it, got more it. to it there's like more political dynamics to it that obviously they see that makes way more stumble. sense yeah because in this but you're just, but you're right. And then that's like the point of Paul is like in spoilers, like he realizes that he realizes like, yet yeah, they, they're fools. Like they've given me the one thing they all are dependent on yeah. like, and I don't care for it. So I can just destroy it. And they're at my mercy if I want to. Well, um, that's, yeah. isn't isn't the spice how they do the space travel as well? Yeah, like it's, it's like the it's crux everything. of the plot. Yeah, yeah. It is a kind of a like MacGoober. Mag- it is a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. <laughs> God, he's also MacGuffin for Mag-Goober. a while. Let's bring the MacGuber back. It's a, it's a McSpicy. All right. That's, that's way more interesting because in this, well, one spice isn't explained at all. <laughs> the spice is the worms. The worms the spice. Yeah, nonsense. Um, yeah. And also, the conceit around giving him this planet, which is the source of everyone's wealth, is like, huh? You just get there, you take the wealth, and then you just build an army around yourself. Because like, and the, the other thing that they kind of touch on is like, it's implied that like, it's like, a, it's like giving someone who has no experience like with oil rigs and oil rig and being like run it and by the way the entire team on the oil rigs are under my payroll mm. and like they want you to fail i like this analogy yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's great it's like that that's kind of like like you're you're set up to fail because you don't understand it anyway and the people that you rely on to to understand it are trying to fuck sure you. Yeah. okay all right so two two quick questions then yeah. um why is there a pug in this <laughs> when they're on the spaceship flying across dude it's literally just on his lap on his lap but it was not its first appearance its first appearance was like he was in the office and like he was writing like notes like before he goes to arachnus or dune or whatever the 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 duke and he's there's a a fucking pug just next to the desk and i just said the duke does not have a fucking pug why does he have a pug you gotta be kidding me 
This like, is not like a fucking like. But it, but there's but they're all over. This the place. is not like a regal no pet. No, and there's the cat as well that the uh, the Baron has that that pro- crops that. up later in the film as well. I don't know what they're thinking. <clears throat> it's it's weird. All right, but um, did you notice that like there was no setup for the romance either? So like, <laughs> just randomly kiss. Yeah, but I like mean, that's like all the movies we watch these days. It's not even like no, but like in the movies at least we when we watch them you can be like oh. They're setting that up. That's obvious. Whereas in this, it's like you meet her once, and all of a sudden their faces are smashing together. Yeah. It's not even all, and like they have don't oh no they don't have a kid. He has a sister. I forgot about that in the books. It's oh, like yeah. a weird little element to it. Yeah, it's an odd. It's kind of what's unnet- the point? It, of it was system? kind. Of, there's that like towards the end of the book. There's some threads where you're like, why did you do this? It's sure. not necessary. Um, they did also you, didn't go on. You go. I was just gonna say like, why is everyone so sweaty? All Did the you time. notice that? <laughs> they're all sweaty. It must be all the makeup, I guess. Because they're on Dune. No, but it wasn't even on Dune. It was know, like it. it was in the beginning. The Baron is like his his the Baron's hair yeah. is confusingly like fluffy and dry, but also sweaty at the same time. Yeah, and then like even I don't like, get it. Paul Atreides in the first scene was like sweating, and I was like, dude, like you're not even on the Dune yet. <laughs> like you're just you're in like the temporal climate. I, th- I found that I kind I kind of enjoyed uh, the the ridiculous way they set up the the juxtaposition between uh, the planet they started on, whatever it's called, and Dune by having just some pan shots of water. <laughs> it was just like, I'm going here's to a wave. the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> here's a wave. Uh, Dude, I actually thought that uh, Bill Murray was one of the Harkonnen guys for like a split second, like a profile. Oh, really? Look of one of the guys that looked like Bill Murray. I was like, fuck, this could actually be Imagine. worth something. And it was, it was, I was sorely disappointed. I, I just wrote a note here and I just I didn't realize I'd written this. I'm, I must have been really tired when I watched the end of this movie because it just says the ending is a clusterfuck of nonsense. <laughs> it really is. Because, like, you have this story that's really curtailed. You miss out big swathes of what's supposed to be happening. And also you can, like, speak sound. I don't uh, fucking know. And he can speak, speak sound, sound like, and like, create rain. Yeah, it was weird. The whole point yeah. of his character in the book is that that basically... He is, um, he's a leader, but he's concerned that he has all these people who are blindly following him. He doesn't want that. He's trying to avoid being this messiah type. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, he just is like, let's do a rain dance, bitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How about like the uh, scene where in the very beginning where like the Harkonnen guy, like, I don't know what he does. Like, looks like he like bathes in soy sauce and then oh rapes somebody. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, what is that about? What is going on? I think they're implying like his health is by like stealing other people's youth. Oh, is that what they're trying to I, do? I think. But I thought the Didn't spike because the spice prolongs Yeah, but that's your what life, the spice right? was supposed to do. So like, why did he need to like yeah. bathe in soy sauce and rape this poor guy? Like, well, I mean, well, in the book, it's hinted at he rapes a lot of people. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember. I just listened to a part where he says something like, "Oh yeah, um, doesn't he rape that guy's wife?" And that's why he, he turns on the dude because oh, I, I think he just kills her. Yeah, because oh, I think like he's. I, th- I I mean, classic sort of eighties. He's he's supposed to be gay, I think, which is like obviously the bad guy trope, classic. Um, but there is a scene, there is a bit in the book when he says something like, "When when the Duke's just killed himself with mm. the with the the poison tooth, which is bad in this movie, by the yeah. way." Um, and he's like, he says something to his subordinate like, um, "Get me that boy from X or Y, uh, and make sure he's properly drugged this time." And then in the back of his mind, he's doing the inner monologue saying something like, he reminds me so of the Paul Atreides thing. And it's like, it's creepy as hell. It's not a good line to, nah, to listen to. I didn't even realize that. But like, there's a, there is a lot of that going on in there. Look, 
I don't know. You got anything else about this? I mean, I actually have so much. Go on, hit me. There with, was like, hit me with your your random notes. So there's like, just random things, right? Like when Paul dreams, he just rambles like random things, like spice, <laughs> fucking water. And I was just thinking, like, what if I also did this? Would it be just like, <laughs> like what else? Headshot, like legal negotiations, <laughs> like. Like, what if that, like, what do I do that? Is that what Gail hears when she, like, wakes up in the middle of the night? Probably. Like, fucking sports bet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking, Cryptocurrency. Uh, fucking, fucking ammo. Like, for like, the games that yeah. I play. Like, I don't know. But I just thought it was so dumb. And then, like, why does he dream in film noir? Like, I don't get it. It's all Good black question. and white. Um, but there's apparently two versions of this, right? There's one which I think I watch, which is about uh, two hours. And there's one which is apparently nearly three. <gasps> Which was apparently the TV cut, so they would have it on over. Obviously, you know when you have a TV oh movie, God, so for like four hours with ads in and stuff. Yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> the uh, well, like one, I guess a, a legitimate criticism I have of this is like the emperor was such a pussy, and in mm. the books, like it's implied that he's got these like crazy fucking super soldiers. Yeah, that um, just didn't really even show up. I forget what they're called, but they're I don't know, but they remind me of like the Helgoss from. Uh, What's that game that Guerrilla Games made? Well, they um, they intimidate everyone, don't they? That's the yeah. point. That's the point. Like, even, like they sound badass. Even the Baron is like scared of them, yeah. basically. Um, um, I mean, well, do you want do you want a bit of do you want a bit of trivia? Of course, your creative juices are going. All right. So, uh, first bit of trivia was, and this is an absolute madness. So, David Lynch, director writer, apparently turned down Star Wars Episode Four. Is it four? Six, Return of the Jedi. Six, right. Uh, episode six, Return of the Jedi, to direct this movie. because and, and he apparently told George Lucas, this is your thing. This is not... Sorry, this is your thing. It's not my thing. Well, thank God. Like... <laughs> well, thank God. But, like, imagine if... Like, cause he's quite... He's clearly a visionary director. He clearly had a great vision for this movie. It just wasn't the budget or the... Great? I, I don't agree. I think he had a vision. I just don't think it was great. Okay. Well, I think you're giving, I'd I haven't like seen Twin Peaks. I'm not saying the guy's a bad writer or director, but like this from the get go had so many things wrong with it. So many things wrong with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, but that's interesting though. Like that. No, it is interesting. Comparing yeah. one movie to the other. <laughs> I, I'm just glad he didn't ruin the return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So apparently, uh, Lynch was originally signed on to do two sequels. <laughs> based on the novels uh, Dune Messiah and uh, Children of Dune. Uh, but the box office failure ensured that they never came to fruition. <laughs> um, I, th I think we can say everything about this movie ensured that never came to fruition. Yeah. Um, a couple of fun, uh, other fun, fun bits of trivia, these ones. So Sir Patrick Stewart said the still suit was the most uncomfortable costume <laughs> he had ever worn. Ever worn! And Max von Snowden apparently said the same, but they both put up with it and... Uh, Sorry, he put up with it because he loved the way his body looked in them. Who? <laughs> Max von Snowden. You uh, said that? Hang on a minute. Which one was Max von Snowden again? That, that was That was the Three-Eyed Raven. Oh, good for him. He apparently liked the way his body looked in it. Like, power to the people. Good for yeah. your body. body uh, mental body image. Okay, last bit of trivia. And I needed this personally. And tell me if you did too. But apparently during the original release, like the original theater run, Cheat sheets in fantastic uh, quotation marks explaining much of the movie's setting and more about its obscure vocabulary were handed out to moviegoers. 
in a lot of theaters, and like, I, like I needed that. Well, like mainly because they did such a bad way of like yeah. plot exposition and lore exposition. Like, uh, I just think the fact that they had to do that with all the internal dialogue stuff that basically explained every scene poorly. But well, it's the, it's the, it's the old adage of uh, show don't tell. Right? Yeah, dude, all like, over this movie. I don't think they had enough time or it was well enough written to show things. Look, anyway, this has been our rambling, <laughs> uh, confused... I just really hope the new movie... In a monologue. I mean, it'd be impossible to be worse. Surely it couldn't be worse yeah. than this. Um, look, I I found myself enjoying it for how bad it was at times, but this is not good. Like, would you recommend anyone watch this? No. No. That's a firm no. Same. Like... Not at least the whole thing. No. You can get what you need out of the first 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to understand, like, what... No, just don't. Just where don't the want, origin of just, Dune... Yeah. Just don't put yourself through it. Listen to yeah. us laughing at it. That's sure. way more fun. Maybe watch, like, a YouTube video explaining why people hate it. And, yeah. And then I, listen to our podcast. I tried to find some of them. There's only a couple of ones explaining why people hate it. But there's more about, like... I guess, like, like, most people think it doesn't need to be explained. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So, <laughs> uh, thank you for following along, guys. We really appreciate it. We do have... Uh, we do have some emails, messages, whatever you normally call it. Yeah, tw- tweets. I was going to say twats. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some comments week. this week from yeah. friends of the show. Thank you, all friends of the show. There are actually some pretty fun ones. Um, I'm quite excited to talk about these. So first and foremost, off the back of our last podcast, w- in which we talked about um, suicide, the, the Suicide Squad, sorry, 2021, a uh, friend of the show, Joe, messaged in, and he said, he really enjoyed it. He loved it. Um, he said it broke a lot of the boredom. And he messaged me saying, quite opposite to what we what we were talking about, that off the back of the first movie, he went in with such low expectations. He really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah. that's a good way to go into these movies. Yeah. No, I feel sure. like I should have done the same. For sure. I, look, I as I said, upon, upon watching it or upon talking about it, I realized I liked it a lot more than most superhero movies. Just, you know. Okay. I agree. All right, so the second one is uh, a friend of the show. Actually, a friend of the show, Gail, sent us in um, <laughs> a fun little game. Uh, and, I, and I love these. Uh, let us let me go through this very quickly. So it's one of these. You have, I think you might have sent it to me actually as well. Yeah, you have $15 to make your team to fight Thanos. Who do you pick? So I'm going to send it to you super quick so you have it too. So to explain to everyone what's going on. The top layer is is five dollars. You've then got four dollars and three dollars and two dollars and one dollar. So the five dollar layer is Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Thor. The four, the the next layer down is Black Panther, Black Widow, Gamora, Star Lord, Spider Man. The third one down is Doctor Strange, Drax, Groot, Nebula, Vision. Fuck me. Uh, the next one down is Rocket, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Winter Soldier, Ant Man. The next one down is Agent Coulson, Maria Hill, Mantis, Nick Fury, Falcon. So it's one of these classic memes whereby you can pick one from each row, basically. So you pick one from the top row I mentioned, one from the second row, from the third row, from the fourth row, from the fifth row. And I was thinking about this. And I'm pretty gonna, easy. And I'm going to give you time. Well, well, go on then. You tell me what yours is. I'm like actually just saying that because I was... It's pretty easy, but is it? Thor. Okay. Um, Black Panther. Okay. Um, oof. Oof. Doctor Strange, got to keep Thor in check. <laughs> um, and from there, I mean, <laughs> obviously Scarlet Witch. Come on, 
I mean, she's the most powerful Avenger yes. <laughs> outside of Captain Marvel. And uh, God, Agent Coulson to you know keep the team, keep the squad. Really? Yeah. So I, yeah, I would have, I would have started with Thor, I think, because well, look, I originally thought I was going to start with Thor, and then I realized that I think Hulk is actually probably the strongest Avenger because his. <laughs> yeah, but he's fucking psychopath. Yeah, but I mean, like yeah. you're taking down Thanos, you just need someone who's going to beat the shit out of him. But yeah, I probably would have gone with Thor as well, even though Captain Marvel. She's pretty awesome. Look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Thor. Um, my next one was actually Spider-Man, because naturally, probably one of the stronger Avengers, and he's great. Um, because you said Doctor Strange, I'm gonna go Vision because he can phase through things. It was a debate. I was I was debating that one. Scarlet Witch, absolute badass. Love her. She's she phenomenal. She should not be two dollars. No. She should be up there in five. Absolutely. This is very confusing for anyone who yeah. can't see this. We should post this on our Instagram, yeah. uh, so people can see. Um, and the last one, look, I really want if I really want to say uh, Maria Hill, but Fury's just got the authority. To be fair, I didn't realize who Maria Hill is, and she's I, like now the second I'm in command. She's uh, Robin from. She is, and I think I have to change my yeah vote. Oh, you're gonna go with her instead of Coulson? Uh, yeah, yeah she's more of a badass. I mean, okay, great. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah, well, that was a good little little meme. Yeah, we'll put that out there. Okay, final one then, and this is great actually. Um, this is actually from my brother. So, uh, props to friend of the show Matt. Good to hear from your buddy. Um, he said to me that him, so uh, him, him and his now wife been, uh, they they were on holiday and they were having a conversation about, um, the fact that Harry Potter has no remake clause in it for thirty years. However, if they were gonna remake it right now, who would you choose for? the different roles so he said the roles of snape voldemort dumbledore sirius black and harry harry's hard because you'd have to go super young but their choices were and actually i bloody love his first choice so the first choice for voldemort was uh benedict cumberbatch <laughs> which that's uh, i think he would have like the power he's got uh, the he's got like, the face oh that's rude <laughs> yeah i i think he would have like that like uh well you know like the the just gravitas. Sure. Well, they also said uh, f- favorite of the last few weeks, Idris Elba as Dumbledore. Why not? Um, <laughs> Imagine with the big afro. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage as Snape. All right. I don't know if I. Not sure that. about that. Snape is like so perfectly cast in the original oh, so series. So perfectly cast. Don't think you it's can hard to go with anyone else. Uh, but who would you, who would you go for? I think I don't know if I can answer this one. It's tough. Maybe we should come back to this. But yeah. I love this question. Love a question, guys. Send us questions. Um, I'm trying. Voldemort should be doable. Like that should be one that you could think of. And it's like who? He was pretty well cast in the first one as well. To be honest, he was. They did a good job, man. Yeah. Minus Harry. Yeah, minus. Like minus he's the, the one main mistake. character. Honestly, and the writing. To be honest, I think it's his acting too. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's written badly. He acts yeah. the, the bad writing badly. Like so. I mean, and like you know, a better actor would be like. It would kind of change lines, and I, I think you can get away with it when you're Harry Potter. I could see a serious black being like a, a Kit Harrington. Yeah, yeah, um, but like when an he, older in, in a few years. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like I could see that. I think um, he's got the chops to do that. Well, he's, and, and Rob Stark is like a Seamus Finnegan. Well, they said they <laughs> said Rob Stark. I can't remember who they said it for, but they said him for one of the characters. Um, I reckon Harry just needs to be cooler. Yeah, but like, like Harry I, in the in the movies was never somebody I wanted. I would ever want to hang out with. How do you get that though? I mean, you got to start with an eleven-year-old, and you start looking at them when they're like nine. I mean, you just start at a bit. You, you just start like with a thirteen-year-old instead of an eleven-year-old. 
I think they should have just made the movies back to back to back. I, I know they did, but they ended up extending, extending in the end. They should have started writing them before and then just had them run all the way through. I mean, it it doesn't. It's not like that would have changed the fact that Daniel Radcliffe, like, just a became an alcoholic. <laughs> A isn't that good, and B becomes like just like not cool. Like he's just not a cool guy. He's also he's like really small. He's like really I feel not. like Harry Potter's supposed to be taller. I think he has a he growth was, spurt halfway through. He was he? like noticeably small though by the end, like yeah. compared to all the other people in it. I think in the books, Ron is the tallest. Yeah, but he's yeah. I mean, it's not exactly a massive concern. <laughs> if yeah, Harry to Potter's be honest, tall. I just don't. He's not believable. Yeah, to me, I agree. Like, towards he's not the end. for me. Not for um, me either. Um, and I would, all, I think it would be a good idea to pick actors and, and absolutely, I, I, I always feel that you should give people of the right age, the right role, or the, if someone has, you know, like a different ability in real life, they should take that role in a movie. But for a thing whereby there's so much that, that runs on it, I would give a younger actor the role, like a younger actor, the role of like a Dumbledore and age them up with makeup and whatever, because then, you know, like Richard Harris, they're not going to die after two movies. <laughs> Which R.I.P. Richard Harris, great actor, but like it sucks that he couldn't be like Dumbledore for all twelve. Yeah, were yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, the Harry Potter, like, I'm I'm punting on that question because like I just think it I was think we should come back to it next. Generally, week. really well done. Great but, question, yeah. friend of the show, Matt. We do appreciate it. Good to hear from you. If you want to get in contact with the show one more time, you can get us at uh, Podcast Assemble on Instagram or and the Podcast Assemble at Gmail dot com. Do that. Don't forget the the. All right, guys, we do appreciate it. Thank you all for sticking with it. Yeah, thank you. Bye.